0: Hi, I'm Rumbi. And I'm Leo. Welcome to the TL Podcast, where we are coming together to talk about the lessons we are all learning whilst navigating through the peaks and troughs of life as young, professional women.
1: So grab a cup of that herbal tea, coffee, or something a little bit stronger, and let's get right into talking about life, love, money, having fun, and how we can all grow as smart, empowered, and happy women. You are listening to the TL with Rumbi and Leo.
0: Hi everyone. Welcome to the TL podcast with me Rumbi and me Leo. So today we have a very, very special guest. We have Hannah, the host of the Refreshingly Human podcast. Welcome Hannah. Hi, great to be here. (laughs) Great to have you. Thank you so much for joining us today.
2: That's no problem at all. I've been really wanting to get on the show. (laughs)
0: I know I know we've been trying to arrange this for so long and finally we've got a time and a chance to do it thankfully
2: (laughs) (laughs) we're all really busy women (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah.
0: But no, we're really glad to have you. So for anyone who um has not heard the Refreshingly Human podcast, so that's available, listen to on, on all the platforms. Um, I've listened to it myself. I really enjoy it. Um, there's a lot on it regarding, you know, happiness. And I think the last one I listened to was the anger management one. Oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> And the funny did you learn anything or two about yourself no 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 you know what um I'll be honest with you it was my time of the month oh. <laughs> so I was really moody and I just I had to soak myself in the bath yeah. and I was listening to it whilst I was in the bath and I was like this is so <laughs> relevant
2: <laughs> well i mean just just to put it out there the podcast episode is really not about pms but no, it, i'm sure it's relatable no 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 no, no
0: definitely no it's it yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah no, it was i i thought it
0: was relatable in terms of the anger management like ooh, yeah. okay it's okay to feel this way it's mm-hmm. okay to be moody it's yeah. okay to be angry but you know it's like the way you deal with that anger Mm. is what was important. And I really appreciated that episode. It's like, it's literally only like eighty minutes about, right? I think. Um, So it was really good. Yeah. So thank you so much for that, Hannah. You really helped me that day. So
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing all these emotions and some of the stories that I share with the audience, they actually, um, not easy to to share with people and Mm -hmm. it it leaves you feeling really drained after recording
1: yeah Um, yeah it's quite yeah yeah. it's
2: quite vulnerable stuff to be sharing so um, I'm I'm glad if people appreciate it for sure
0: and um I'm in awe of people who actually take the time and are quite brave to come out and and share their experiences because it's really raw emotional stuff yeah and sometimes it's not easy to just talk about how you feel in that way especially on a on a platform like a podcast exactly yeah but you'll be surprised if it helps you know
1: exactly (laughs) yeah I think sometimes we forget that just hearing somebody describe their experience helps you so much yeah it helps you realize that what you're feeling and what you're thinking it's okay it's normal you're not being dramatic you're not overly hurt you're not overly happy you're just normal Mm -hmm. and it's okay Mm -hmm. and when you see that somebody else has been through it and finished it then you can be like oh it's not going to last forever yeah yeah Yeah. no that's really good Mm -hmm. um so our episode today yay today So today we're going to be talking about dating after a divorce. Ooh, yeah, so we have quite a varied audience um at the t l podcast, and one of our listeners messaged us on Instagram mm-hmm. and they were asking about how you approach dating after a divorce and um so this is why we've got Hannah on today now Ruby is currently married, no divorce is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently single, but I think it's really um. Yeah. yeah, it's really important to see how other people deal with it or it's yeah. it's just such a fascinating topic because I would have personally never thought about it, Yeah, but yeah. obviously it happens to so many people yeah. and yeah, just here to talk about Hannah's experiences and yeah. learn, really just learn from another woman. Yeah, definitely. Today we'll be talking about the two D words. Divorce and dating. Yes, <laughs> double Ds. Right. Oh,
2: gosh. <laughs> That's not my bra size. <laughs> I wish, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Although I am con, I'm, I am thinking about getting a boob job. Oh my oh, gosh!
2: Me too, yeah. actually.
0: <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> I, 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 I didn't know you can get it on finance. Oh my
1: gosh, yeah, you can. Yeah. Do you remember years ago there used to be those, I think it's um it's called Amy or something. Mm-hmm. This um surgery company. Um, and they would advertise to young women like you can get a boob job for like two hundred pounds a month. You just have to pay for it for like twenty five years. But- what? Oh my god. <laughs> wow.
0: That's some insane interest. Yeah. I mean, I think it costs what, about eight thousand pounds or something on average, I guess. Yeah. So why would it take you 25 years? Well, that's what it felt like. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah honest, it, might, it might be an eternity. But, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to really think about it, though. Mm, yeah, exciting. I um, am interested. Update us in a few episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not like a next week type of thing, people. Like, no. We'll be here waiting. <laughs> you know, I have other commitments before I start spoiling myself on boom jobs. <laughs>
1: Um,
0: one day one day (laughs) yeah one day definitely so um yeah so yeah back to our our actual double d's Mm -hmm. so um we'll start with personal experiences so um as leo alluded um hannah you're actually you've got experience with this haven't you
2: i've got experience with getting a divorce yes Mm -hmm. um when it comes to dating i'm not the most experienced person Um, yeah but definitely experienced with divorce okay Um, brilliant because I thought this would
0: be really because when we were chatting and uh, we were talking about potential topics and you brought up the divorce issue and I was like oh yay that's great because we've got someone who actually wants help with that so you've got the divorce side and we've got the dating side we're gonna put them together and we're gonna Mm -hmm. make some magic yeah, yeah.
2: we'll good. try we'll
0: try so okay so um I think first things first um let's talk about the emotions or the what goes through when someone because I know no one everyone always says you know this day and age this generation there's a lot of divorces there's a, there's a high divorce rate um And that could be owed to so many different things. I think obviously media plays a part. Society plays a part. Culture is changing. We're becoming more dynamic. Women have a lot more freedom. Um, they're able to say and speak out when things are going wrong as compared to 20 years ago where you could, you know, be married and stay for 20 years in a, you know, a very abusive relationship or something. But time is changing and, um, I think there's there's loads of reasons why, you know, someone could end up getting divorced. But again, no one goes into a marriage intending on getting a divorce. Yeah. I'm sure, and I'm sure you can agree with that, Hannah, as well.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty fair thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, yeah,
0: it's it's a forever. So when divorce then happens, I mean what what's going through your mind when you're thinking okay this is how it's going to be this is how it's going to end i know we, you mentioned it in your podcast one time like how you felt uh when you were thinking okay you know it's time to to do it to just get a divorce so what was going through your mind at that time
2: yeah well just to put a bit of context i was married for about 7 years in my first marriage mm-hmm. and um i kind of like knew things wasn't weren't working from like well from the very beginning to be honest but like you said it's a marriage you want it to work and it was Mm -hmm. kind of like it was like my decision to get married so I was like I gotta make this work right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's fair to say seven years later I did try to make it work
1: yeah Um, yeah
2: but I think one of the reasons why it lasted as long as it did was because I felt that if I got a divorce I was failing and I think that was like the biggest uh, yeah. emotion that mm-hmm. i felt was that i was failing at something i was um i'm you know like i think in a lot of cultures um getting married is such a big accomplishment for a woman it's kind mm-hmm. of like i i know from my culture it's kind of like you go to school you matriculate you know you graduate high school and then you get married <laughs> and, then, yeah. and it's like you know like wow you accomplished something they don't really care that much about your degree but as mm-hmm. long as you got a husband you've, you've yeah. done something good
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> just, just just for people to know Hannah is actually from South Africa originally
1: ah, yes. yeah so,
0: yeah so that's that's where the matric comes in as well <laughs> in yeah. you know that is. that's like O levels GCSEs Similar A-levels uh, A- matric. Yeah, A-levels, A-levels. A-levels, yeah. A-levels, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, I, I'm <laughs> interrupting, continue. So yeah, so with that with that pressure of family and friends.
2: <laughs> yeah, so so the, the first thing is that I felt like I was failing the one thing that I did right for my family was yeah. getting married and I was yeah. going to fail that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the first thing that comes about. And then the, the next thing that came about was that I spent seven years shaping my life in this marriage um mm-hmm. so you know as much as we are independent like i am a very independent person and i'm married right now again uh and as much as you have your own life there's part of you that shapes your life around being married to that person you know mm-hmm, certain yeah. certain decisions you make um align with with wanting to be with this person and one, once i got divorced um it's kind of like you have to restart everything from the bottom and and you're like oh my god now what where do I start what do I do yeah Um, yeah when you talk about dating another thing with getting divorced is that you wonder am I actually going to find somebody else I think we we kind of like pressured to find the one in inverted commas and you kind of think like (laughs) is there actually another one for me out there (laughs) will I find it should I should I risk this and those are some of the feelings that I went through with my own experience of divorce.
1: Mhm. I would feel like um a divorce is it's like a breakup just about a million times worse. <laughs> <laughs> but the same kind of process of emotions um that happen is just a lot more intense. Mm. And for me with a breakup, you know it's coming before it officially arrives. So at which point would you think that you knew? So you said that um you knew it wasn't really working from the beginning, but at which point did you know? that
2: a divorce was coming? Mm. Well, um, this was in the final year of the marriage. So it was like yeah. year six, I guess, um, towards the end of the seventh year. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, towards the beginning of the seventh year where I had that aha moment that this is over. Cause we were, we. I say we were trying, but it was basically just me <laughs> trying to make the marriage work. And then it kind of, we had this very personal conversation um, and it was something that he said in our conversation and it was the way he said it. So I was like, okay, fine, this is a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think we can resolve it? And the way he responded was kind of like, oh yeah, maybe. And it was in that moment, I realized that I was pushing so hard to make something yeah. work that he was not even interested in.
1: And yeah, yeah. it was yeah. in that
2: moment that I realized that I'm done. <laughs> yeah yeah Um, so do
1: you think he was surprised then if that was his attitude then would he have been surprised or would he have been
2: uh, so I don't think he was surprised um but it was the first divorce in that family and um Uh, yeah and it's it's quite a cultural family and from the religious background I come from and I'm sure from many religious backgrounds divorce is a huge deal right yeah
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah Uh, I mean even
0: even for for Zimbabwean families, like you have to think twice or <laughs> not even twice, three times, four times. Five times. times. <laughs> Five times. I didn't even think about but, it. Yeah. Before, <laughs> you know, you could you could you could, you know, go on a break if you wanted, but you wouldn't like just go straight into it and just say, Yeah, I want out. So you have to really like and family really gets involved as well. Oh my god, yes. Something that um you know which which is what I wanted to ask um because normally after a divorce family would have been involved anyway during that divorce process and family's still going to be involved after it's not like everyone just dissipates and you don't talk to them they don't talk to you unless if it's completely like you know Mm -hmm. like it's not amicable basically um but so I think that's where th- this particular lady who messaged was asking because it's the, the feeling of friends and family, how they feel um, and how they would perceive you moving on from, a, from you know, from, from the divorce yeah. going into dating mm-hmm. and how to deal with, you know, friends and family. I know it's easy to say, yeah, just shut them out and focus on you and what you want. Right. It's not really that easy, is it?
2: yeah and you know what this is such a like such a person specific thing um because I think that everyone's going to be developing a different sort of relationship with their in-laws um mm-hmm. so like like I was married for seven years and yeah my my in-laws were my family because um in that culture we lived with them as well I, I lived with them for quite a few years in in mm-hmm. the same household and um you do develop very strong bonds. And I think that one thing yeah. that worked for me when I was leaving the family was actually having a really good relationship with everyone else. Even though my relationship with him was crap at the end, I actually had a really good relationship with everyone else. Mm-hmm. And to such an extent that I still speak to some of his family members and uh, they ask after my new husband. Um, they um they they happy for me some of, i remember one of his cousins actually called me when i got married to congratulate me um and they still keep in contact with me as as a as a human being so i think that like if you are able to get people to see you as an individual rather yeah. than as an attachment to this person and you know what they're going to move on as well he did move on uh, i think he got married before i did actually um and I think that that's something to consider as well when you're starting to date again is that your ex is also going to move on and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and people, how other people perceive that is really their own journey. You can't control what they think, but you can control how you maintain your your side of the relationships.
0: Yeah, and that's really interesting um, to hear because um, when you think about... um, you know, what people think. What about what yourself, what you think and how you see yourself going into a new relationship? I'm sure there would be loads of nerves and that anxiety of dating again. It makes me nervous mm-hmm. to even think about going
1: through that again. Yeah. But don't you feel like it would be different? Because it's like... um I don't know, Like as you grow, your approach to dating other people changes based on your experiences, but it wouldn't be the same as when you were dating pre-marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be, I mean, I assume it would be different afterwards because you would be much more mature. Your dating pool would be different. you will be after different people
0: as well. I I think it's more to do with maturity rather than, you know, having been married before. Uh Because, like, the more you, like, you know, the older you get... You just don't take certain things, yeah. you know, you're just sort of like, a, you know, I I'm not going to take that kind of yeah. ball mm-hmm. type of thing. And you know what you want. And mm-hmm. if, if it's not what you want, then you're not going to go for it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's because of that or if it's because you've been married. I don't know, but I think it's more of an age thing.
2: More than <laughs> I think it's a bit of both, but I also, again, I think this is so person specific because I remember yeah. when I was in school, I had a teacher who was divorced like three times. I really think that it's down to the individual to to realize what we've learned from each uh-huh. um, experience. Because I know for me, yeah. um, when I came out of my first marriage, I had a much, much better idea of what I wanted in a partner exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, I I knew a lot more about how a relationship works or should work. And actually, going back to that teacher, she she had this bit of advice that kind of stuck in my head, if, even though I don't know if I should be taking advice from her. <laughs> Go on, what, what did you say? What did
0: you say? She, she,
2: she always used to say that love is not enough to make marriage work. And I actually 100% agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. I, agree.
0: I yeah. agree, definitely.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know why that formula didn't seem to work for her, though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She was probably a romantic at heart, just yeah. hoping and praying that you know love will
2: rule. <laughs> oh my god! I remember my high school teacher laughed like she burst out laughing when one of the kids we were talking about Shakespeare and one of the kids were like, "Oh, but love conquers all," and she burst out laughing. She was like, oh, "Wow, pure, naive little girl." Wow. <laughs>
1: She was fresh out of her heartbreak
2: <laughs> yeah she was a pretty you know, one
0: but you know what like i like that teacher because i don't like people who sugarcoat marriage For that sure. make you know yeah. they make it sound like oh it's a bed of roses oh exactly. my gosh get married it's gonna be wonderful <laughs> Friend. It I'm should be easy. Uh, anyone who knows me from all my friends, like I tell it like it is. I'm not, that, you she know. Really I, I will tell you, the, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything. Like,
2: yeah, I think
0: people need to be really informed about what it takes yeah. to be in a marriage, to be in a relationship, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't
1: know I don't
2: know I mean it's not like a fair like the fairy tales teach us that it's like happily ever after the end getting yeah. married, but yeah, it's not that obviously there is no happily ever after it's um, mm-hmm. I don't even know if there's an ever after <laughs> it just, it goes on. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, on like on and on and on, yeah, is it like death <laughs> or what <laughs> it doesn't end there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so um, so we kind of touched on it at the beginning because there was another question, and I thought I'll tie it together with this particular episode. Um, there was a a follower on Instagram. Um, shout out to her. She said, um, she was wondering why is there a high divorce rate, um, in our generation compared to back in the day. Um, so I think we kind of touched on it at the, at,
1: at yeah, the beginning.
0: Yeah. But just wanted to get your thoughts basically on on that. What do you think is, is going wrong or right? Is it necessarily a bad thing? Is it a good thing?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's an interesting question. And one thing I would also like to ask is, do you actually think that there are more divorces? Or do you think that we actually have the ability to count the divorces now?
1: Mm, interesting. Interesting.
2: Um, this is a really hot topic in my culture. Uh, I know my mom, she loves to talk about, you know, how bad our generation is, blah, 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 blah. Um, But no, I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, And I don't think it's a problem per se. I think that uh, we are figuring things out a little bit better now. People are figuring out themselves better. And I think it's one of the issues is that we are detoxifying from the last Few generations of what marriage should be. And Mm -hmm. I know one of the issues with me in my first marriage is I was trying to live the marriage of my last generation. And that didn't work for me. And a lot a lot of people are still doing that. They're still stuck Mm -hmm. and they they realizing by trial and error that wait, this is not the type of marriage that I want.
0: Yeah, yeah. And also, if you really think about it from Zimbabwean culture and most African cultures um back in the day most families were very polygamous you know they had multiple wives so if a man you know married this year in a couple of years three years Mm -hmm. time you'd add a second wife add a third wife add a fourth wife and so forth so then the first wife is no longer sort of like In that relationship, so to speak, she's just raising the children she has, and then now and again he'll come and, you know, spend the night with her, and (laughs) that's it, and they get on with their lives, so it's like, there was a, a way to distance yourself so you're not seeing the same person, whereas now... It's more monogamy. Mm -hmm. So you're with the same person. That's the only person you're with. And you're arguing and you're fighting and you're disagreeing. And you're going through life together living in the same house. And some of these things, yeah, it is tough. And some people will stand the test of time. And there's infidelity as well. Let's not forget that and all of that. And you're being asked to live through it. Mm -hmm. So it, it is challenging, I think, for people... These days, as compared to what it, it would have been back then,
1: interesting.
2: I'm not sure, so sure about that perspective. I mean, it's interesting. It definitely is an interesting one to think about. Um, yeah, yeah, But uh, like, I know, like, for my culture, it's not really. We we don't come from that that specific background of, of okay. um, you know yeah. having multiple partners. Um, although I do want to say, I do wish I could have like four husbands. That would be amazing. Really? <laughs> <Wouldn't you? laughs> but no no um it makes a lot more uh, i i i do think that because um relationships are evolving even even if if you are coming from a culture where you weren't in multiple you know having multiple partners um i think that the dynamics of relationships are changing what people want are changing um, yeah. Men and women are both changing. You have men nowadays who want to be stay-at-home husbands. You have women uh-huh. who want to go to who, who are working. You have um, dual, um, you know, you have two, uh, two household, uh, two members of the household who are working. The dynamics uh-huh. have changed so much in our relationships that I think we are figuring out how to make modern yeah. relationships work because we only know from our past. We only know what used to work, but now we need to figure out what works now. Mm. And I think that that might be a reason why we are seeing divorces happen. But it's, again, I think it's trial and error. I think we'll get there in the next few generations. We'll adapt.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, What about you, Leah? What do you think?
1: I... Okay, so I, I agree with both of your perspectives in some ways, but I'm here to defend my generation a little bit <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> from people who say that we just can't make it through a lifelong marriage, we just can't do this, we're too lazy, we don't try hard enough, we don't mm-hmm. pin head first, mm-hmm. all of that. I don't think so. I think in the past, um, if you really think about it, the idea of integrating love as being like the main thing into a marriage is only a couple hundred years old. Yeah. Because before yeah. that people married for utility. Like they married somebody yeah. who was useful to them. Mm-hmm. So it's either they had money or they could bear children or mm-hmm. they were a higher social status or they for some whatever reason. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Or um women weren't able to own property. So your best option was to marry. Mm-hmm. So people had to marry for those reasons. Love was not a part of the equation at all. You don't yeah. marry somebody because You love them, you marry them because you can tolerate them for the rest of your life. Mm. Whereas now, the foundation of everything is oh my God, I love him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, so are you saying we need to remove love from the equation and just find (laughs) a genetic, you know?
2: Find the right one with the right genetics. I think it's a balance. I think think we need to find the balance. Yeah.
1: I think exactly you have to be practical. Like you can't because love will change, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're not gonna be head over heels like rose tinted glasses for the rest of your life. That's gonna change and that's the most fragile and most frivolous thing yeah you can base your whole life on. Because it really it might disappear at some point, but then it might come back. It might come back in different forms, it might do different things, but it's Mm -hmm. basing it on um just love or like being like the teacher that you mentioned who was like um love is everything yeah Yeah, it's impractical really (laughs)
0: yeah I'd like I'd like to think we're not that impressionable but do you think celebrities kind of justify the quick you know get into a marriage and get out because I mean you know what it's like with celebrities Hmm. they're married today next month it's a divorce or it's an annulment then a year later they're married again (laughs) and it's like constantly you're seeing marriages like this in social media and it's making it okay
1: in a way I don't think so i hmm. think celebrities yeah they can be a bit of a mess however yeah. they're still just people like just because we don't know people who got married after two weeks yeah it doesn't mean they're not out there yeah it's just yeah. that these yeah. ones yeah. just happen to be famous yeah mm-hmm. there was um, for example the other month i met somebody who was who was my age and he was like yeah i've been married for a few months and i was like i genuinely don't know anybody who's done that and they were they were together for a really short amount of time and all these things, just the most unusual things, and they seemed like such a happy, stable couple. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Good for you." But it's if you saw um, Justin Bieber doing that, you'd be like, "Oh, celebrities being celebrities again." <laughs> yeah. but people who do unconventional stuff do exist, but yeah. Um, yeah. but I do agree that um, bringing it into the forefront of media and society it makes it feel more normal. Yeah, but it doesn't kind of. Yeah, I don't think it's that impressionable. Like, I wouldn't get a divorce because yeah. Kim K got a divorce after a few years. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. who knows? I might. We'll see what happens.
2: <laughs> and I, I, I think that with, with celebrity divorces as well, I think that we we not always getting the full story. You know, we getting what the media yeah. wants us to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I get what you mean, though. It could, it could, be, influencing some people but i i don't think that it's going to influence people to that extent um just because i think that we we do things that we think are right for us in the moment whether it's getting married or whether it's getting divorced um you know we we could be getting some sort of influence from outside but at the end of the day we're making our decisions yeah based on what we want to do
0: Just to put it out there, I agree with you both. I was just asking, <laughs> personal a question because you never know; someone would want us to talk about it. But yeah, no, I I totally agree. I I honestly don't think we're that impressionable to be, yeah. you know, um, to follow in Kim K's footsteps or whoever.
2: Um, I love how you keep mentioning you know, Kim K. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> if it if comes it's, to my, I mean, you know, Britney, whoever else. Yeah, yeah. Britney, all, all of them, the whole, yeah, yeah the, the whole, although there they are still some celebrity couples who stood the test of time. Yeah. You know, true. So they are there. Um, But no, I, I, I totally like that point you made that because they're in the limelight, everything is magnified. Yeah. So it's like, and they, they're moving at a hundred, you know, times the pace that we are, Only because they're in that limelight, I think. I think it also plays a part. Whereas we're quite... We're more in the normal environment. Yeah. It's much more slower pace. No one's in our our faces with cameras or wanting to know what's happening. No one is rushing us to get married or what's the next step. You're just moving according to your own, you know, beat of your own drum. Mm -hmm. And like Hannah's saying, you know, you follow what's right for you. If your marriage is right for you, you go for it. And if it's not, then you make that decision based on how you feel rather than what someone else did in their own relationship.
1: Yeah, yes.
0: So, yeah. Shall we do T-flexions? Yay! (laughs) Yay! All right. So, in T-flexions, we are talking about second chances at love. So, this is just basically saying, I know some people believe in soulmates and they feel that once they're married, that's their one soulmate. But for whatever reason, if it ends up in divorce, second chances at love are they possible. So I'll s I'll start with Leo and
1: then <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, definitely. I mean I don't know how much I subscribe to the idea of a soulmate anyway, but I think the fact that you married one person do you know what, first of all, I'm just going to say that it's very funny how everybody just meets their soulmate in their city. Like You're picking (laughs) your husband from people that you know. You're picking from a particular group of people. If you grew up in the middle of Indonesia, you would have found somebody else. (laughs) So it's very, very possible to feel like somebody is the one for you at one point and then move on with your life and get to another place and be like, oh my gosh, you're the one as well. Mm-hmm. But like, you're mm-hmm. the one in a different way. So 100%, yeah. I just think um, it's, yeah. If you lived in a different country in, with a different family, with different friends, then you would find somebody. It's unlikely that you'll be single forever. So surely after a divorce, you are unlikely to be single forever. Yeah, but don't you think that's fate putting you in your soulmate's
0: path? The fact that you're in that city at that time. To
2: meet
1: that Always, no. Always no. playing devil's advocate, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, no.
0: no, no. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is so weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me and my husband went to the yeah. same uni mm-hmm. at the same time. During that time, our, our paths never crossed. Although we were in the same buildings. Probably at the same time. I probably saw him, but it didn't register
1: until 10 years later. Yeah. Okay, so I I get stuff like that. And I get stuff like fate, which I do believe in. Mm -hmm. However, it's if you had decided at the age of 21 that I'm going to go backpacking and you decided to move to Australia halfway through your backpacking, do you think that your husband that you married a couple of years ago would have flown there randomly on that one day that you're in Australia and found you. Yes.
2: Oh my god. Can I just say one thing here?
1: <laughs> Go on.
2: The internet.
1: <laughs> exactly. Even the internet.
0: No, you know, even the internet is still fate. Like the fact that you're online even if you do swipe left or swipe swipe right. Oh, no, I
1: agree with fate. I just don't think soulmates are like like <laughs> that.
2: Let me just tell you that I met my husband when I was living in South Africa. We met online. He, he's mm. from Manchester and we did not meet on a dating
0: app. Yay. <laughs> but, it was, but it was online.
2: It was online, but not a dating app.
1: Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. So you see, mm-hmm. isn't that fate? I think it's you. There's a good chance you'll find somebody wherever you are. That's yeah, the right way to yeah. phrase what I'm thinking. Yeah. But like, I think you will. You will find somebody wherever you are, yeah. whatever you're doing. Yeah. It's just like you found the very best one around yeah. you. Like he's he fits you perfectly. But if yeah. you weren't here, you would have found somebody else. Yeah. I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just single and better. <laughs> I was gonna just say it's like you asked if there's the one um yeah sure there's the one and then there's the next one yeah,
0: yeah 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 that's true so what would you see what would you say to anyone who's nervous or a little bit unsure about giving a second go at love after a divorce
2: well, I mean, I think that it's perfectly natural to be nervous about yeah. about it. Um, but I think like with everything, if you don't try, you never know. Yeah. And um it's it's uh like I was talking about fear on my own podcast, it's kind of like everything you want is on the other side of fear. So you gotta go through that fear to get what you want. So how much do you want it? Is yeah. the question. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I think it all takes time, I think. Some people, you know, you could come out of a, a, a relationship or a marriage and straight away you want to go straight back in. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you wanna take that time to heal, to to be with yourself, to 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 know yourself a little bit better. That's also okay. Um but yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't ever class it as a failure, because I know a lot of people will feel like they failed yeah. after a marriage ends. And removing that term failure and just focusing on, you know what, that wasn't right. I think there was this pastor, I think it's TDJ's T. Jakes' son-in-law. He's actually divorced mm-hmm. uh, from a per- previous marriage. And he was saying that sometimes we do get with people who are not for us at that time. Yeah, And it's unfortunate. And that will lead to divorce. It's mm-hmm. not saying you failed, but it's just that it was the wrong person.
2: Yeah, mm, it's yeah. it's all about learning, isn't it? Like, I think like anything that happens in our life, we can learn from it and we can grow yeah. from it. Yeah. And yeah. even even if you are using the term failure, failure is not necessarily a bad thing. Mm. I mean, we have to fail to get to where we want to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without failing, you won't learn, will you? And you you're not yeah. experiencing. But yeah.
1: Exactly. So you're not starting again afterwards. Yeah. You're starting from experience, which is yeah. very different. Yeah. But yeah, thank you so much.
2: (laughs) Thanks for having me again.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Hannah. Yeah, thank you very much to everyone who's listening and
1: have a good day. Thanks, bye. bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode, we hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. Go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button on your listening platform and don't forget to turn on your notifications so you don't miss any new episodes. We know we still have a lot to say on this topic so join in the conversation on social media, comment or direct message us. We would love to hear your thoughts on this particular subject. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter or YouTube as at the TL podcast or our website
1: www.thetlpodcast.com.